Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. looking at college basketball which i i did not have a strong opinion on uh prior to that prior to that break that we just had and uh we got a couple funny funny markets kind of like kentucky last night i'm not not quite sure why a couple teams are getting bet against so aggressively um maryland is getting bet to an outrageous degree to me against northwestern uh who actually watched a couple of weeks ago uh win at indiana and uh and Tennessee's getting bet a lot. These SEC home teams, I know, have these like tremendous home court advantages in a bunch of the games that they play. Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, Auburn, like kind of, you know, these they don't lose a lot of home games. But uh Tennessee got bet out pretty pretty significantly too. So maybe uh maybe a BYU Kentucky like opportunity to to play back the other way in some of those games. We'll see. I uh I kinda I kind of wanted to play on Tennessee a little earlier. And now, like, they're out to – it was, like, five and a half, I feel like, this morning. And now it's out to seven and a half. Yes, it was. I don't, don't, yeah. don't kind of, like, don't know if I if I like that. Tennessee has just been, like, lambasting teams at home. Just, like or, – or just overall, like, nuking teams, winning games by by double digits. And uh, Auburn's been a little inconsistent. I, I don't know if I want to lay that many points with Tennessee. I don't think I would bet Auburn in the game, though. I think it would be Tennessee or nothing. I think I'm going to bet Auburn. <laughs> um, we do have even honestly based on that answer, I feel like that makes me want to bet Auburn, like recency building out this this market and and making this line uh, stretch out a little bit more maybe than it should. There are uh, there are a couple like zigzag spots that I that I'm eyeing tonight in college hoops. Okay, I'll tell you one of them is Creighton. Yeah, just okay. lost to St. John's. Creighton a big yeah. favorite against Seton Hall. That would be one. Uh, what about Alabama coming off getting annihilated by Kentucky this weekend, laying five at Ole Miss? And whenever Ole Miss plays like a team like Alabama, like a team that can score a ton, like they can't keep up. Like they can't score enough to keep up with these teams. And market moved toward Ole Miss in that game from open. So that opened six and went to like five, five and a half, I think, pretty fast and stayed there. Um, so some support kind of for what you're saying that – you know, whatever people just saw will get baked in a little bit to, to especially like these road kind of games like uh, that, that seem unappealing for that team. And yeah, I think Alabama is just like a tough, I think they're a tough bet for people in a road game, multiple possession, just because they don't defend at all. And this is why uh, the last two games Kentucky played, right? Like, like lose to LSU on the road. Nobody likes them against Mississippi State. Like the teams that don't defend, they go on the road in conference. I think it makes sense why people don't like them very much. The other, uh, the other game that I, and that, this is not like necessarily like a zigzag game. Uh, South Carolina is a five and a half point dog on the road at A and M tonight. A and M's lost like four straight games. I, 
Do you have like any 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 thought there on that game, South Carolina at Texas A and M? A and M's laying five and a half at home. That is not one I've looked at. Uh, that is another one where the home team and again with like with these SEC games, I guess you're going to see this in every game where uh, you know this opened A and M three. That's what this opened. Uh, it's, it's yeah, they've gotten slammed. Places. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. Uh, I, I think, I think I'm going to bet half South six. Carolina. Half six, half five and a half. Um, just not sure I buy, yeah, a lot of these, like, you know, sometimes if it's like, okay, well, <laughs> the uh, the entire team has the flu or something, like, okay, well, then we should have, like, a really big market move on that. But some of these college games, a couple of people pointed that out to me last night, like, oh, you guys liked BYU, that turned out to be right. You guys like Kentucky, these games where you get a, you get a little more for your money with how the market ends up moving against you um, and away from, like, all of these popular ratings that are out there, too. These Those games are always the most fun for me where there's just – you're always kind of like, what's going on here? Like, you're never really sure. Um, you know, like, why Mississippi State? Like, what What was that? And not even that it was wrong or that it was, like, not a good bet for people who bet them at a much smaller number. Just uh, when those games just get totally disconnected from how everybody else you talk to feels about the game, all the ratings that you see, uh, those are going to be the most fun. I think we have a few of those tonight. We don't really have anything like that in the NBA tonight, right? Well, we need to wait on like a lot of stuff. So the game that is potentially like the bizarro schedule punt the game spot is whatever New Orleans is going to do tonight against Indiana. Um, there, Mike Gallagher brought this up at the start of the show too, or in the first hour that New Orleans is in like a fourth and five nights. It like like they they put away the Knicks comfortably in the fourth quarter um, because the Knicks just could not score because they had no players. Um, so New Orleans and the final score looks like business as usual. It's like a real slog for the Pelicans in that game for a lot. It was a one possession game. They would have lost if the Knicks were yeah. even close to full strength. So it's it's and that's not like we bet the Knicks like we got we got hammered in the game. Like it's not about our bet. It's more just like I it it meant that we actually I watched that game and I remember being like, "Oh, this looks Pelicans look terrible." <laughs> like they look they're winning, like they're, they're going to win comfortably. Uh they're going to look terrible. There's a chance they rest everybody tonight against Indiana, which is why and the market is sort of half expecting that to happen. So this game opened, uh, to give people an idea, so McCollum, Zion, Ingram, Trey Murphy, all questionable. Alvarado is still suspended. Dyson Daniels is still out. And you might be like, Dyson Daniels, who cares? Well, if none of these guys care, or none of these guys play, I care. If no, if both Alvarado and Daniels aren't going to play. Opened Pacers 5, because like people probably weren't projecting the schedule rest spot as much, and is uh, all the way out to 7, and will go way past that if... Uh, if all these guys sit out. So that's your kind of like nuclear injury spot uh, of all the games for sure. One other college game just to bring up right now, and we'll do these more at the yeah, end sure. of the show when we have like more line movement, whatever is, uh, is the Illinois game, which I feel like okay. I don't see like on the board right now. Uh, if I can find the rotate. Oh, I see it. Uh, bottom of the rotation numbers, uh, Illinois open 10 and a half out to 12. Uh, against, against Minnesota. Uh, against, and against Minnesota's Minnesota. the team that always covers for everybody. To but but like, just uh, got, yeah. Just got railroaded by Nebraska, by Nebraska right? over the weekend, yeah. and Illinois and Illinois barely covered this weekend. Jake, uh, Jake, who did they beat? I bet them in the game. I forget they made free throws at the end to to win. Iowa, maybe. Yeah, it was Iowa. I laid nine and a half, and they won by ten at the very end. That was like a great neck knife edge result that went my way. Uh, I I kind of like Illinois a little bit, but I, it kind of feels like that's maybe it should be Minnesota right as a zigzag spot. Minnesota coming off the loss, and Illinois coming off a win, and Illinois is getting bet out. Maybe it is yeah, Minnesota. I, I, I don't. Th- that's not one I have a strong opinion on, but uh, but yeah, if you have a thought on the game, it's always th- the the Minnesota thing's always funny. Like the team that always covers no matter what. It's like 
Like, what is that? It's kind of like unders in the NBA, which are really popular right now or popular to talk about because they've been hitting at an extremely high rate. Like, is it, and Mike Gallagher said this too, is like, is it just randomness? Like, it's just, yeah, you know, sometimes you're going to flip a coin 20 times in a row, you're going to get 20 heads. It's not because the coin's different or, you know, there was wind in the room when you were flipping it. It's just, uh, it's the way it goes sometimes. Is it that? Or is there something that needs to be accounted for? You're never quite sure. And with Minnesota, like, it's... You know, what is the what is the methodology for a team that covers all kinds of numbers at all kinds of places uh, and all against all kinds of different teams that play different styles? Um, like, really, we're just not catching up to how good they are or, um, you know, just like five or six kind of coin flips go your way. Tonight will be a good litmus test for that because nobody expects them to be competitive in this game, uh, despite a really strong ATS record. Last what last one here. Do you have um? Because I I I don't know what's happening here. I don't have like this game on my board sure. either. Do you have a St. John's Butler number? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, same as open pick most places. Uh, total almost the same. Has very very little movement. Like one fifty one. Yeah. So you got a you got a strong. We're gonna play on the Johnnies down the stretch here a little bit more. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, what, what color suit is Patino wearing? Most importantly, yeah, if it's a white suit, then yeah, then yeah. like then it's the four hundred one k on uh, on St. John's. Seems unlikely at Butler. I don't, I don't know if we're gonna break out the white suit for the uh, the old Wednesday nighter at Butler. That's <laughs> probably not when that makes an appearance. I'm gonna have a monster college card tonight. Okay, I don't know if I will. I'll definitely play a couple things. A ton of games. There's a lot of Pac-12 late that we haven't talked about yet. I I would like to look into why. Do you have any thoughts on like Arizona? Arizona State. Uh, I, well, I was going to say I'd like to know why everyone's betting Oregon like they know the final score already would be like an interesting thing to look up. But uh, yeah, that those the Pac-12 I haven't really looked at. We can do that in the next break or the break after. Yeah, the Arizona Arizona State game is like is is a little tough for me, right? Because Arizona State's coming off an upset win this weekend. Arizona well, I, got back on track. PJ, I kind of like don't know what to do. PJ put that yeah, on PJ our radar, that, and I bet Ari- it. Yeah, big big number, and didn't move really. Like there was not a lot of support for Arizona State. And they blew State them the out. They won by twelve, right? They beat Wazoo. The the win was in doubt a little bit. The cover was basically never in doubt the entire game, which is rare in the sport of college basketball. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll talk about that game. I, I'm not going to have a bet on it unless you want to talk me into something for Arizona, Arizona State later Seems in the show. Unlikely. Nick and Ken here on You Better, You Bet. All right, let, let's run through a couple other teams here in eight buckets, uh, guessing win totals for teams in the National Football League. And we'll go to the Cincinnati Bengals, Ken. Coming up, and I, I was actually surprised when I saw this. Just like, you know, what did the Bengals actually finish last year? With Burrow was hurt to start the year, like played in games, but obviously wasn't himself after getting injured on like the first day of training camp. And then uh, is lost for the season, I think, in what, what, like November in that, that Thursday night game against the Baltimore Ravens. The Bengals went 9-8. and eight. Like They finished above 500 despite all of that. Now, some of that's because Jake Browning was a lot better than expected. And the Bengals like gave him the exclusive tender. So, like, Browning wants to start. But uh, he'll be Joe Burrow's backup again this season. So the Bengals will have a good backup quarterback again in uh, in Jake Browning. They went 9-8 and eight last year. It's a really good job by Zach Taylor. And Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator, becomes the new head coach of the Titans. Dan Pitcher, the quarterback coach, Peyton the Black, uh, will be the new OC for Cincinnati. Uh, T. Higgins gets franchise tagged. Looks like he's going to be back either on like a big one-year deal or signed to a long-term deal. I don't think they can afford to give him a long-term contract. They have to pay Chase. They're already paying Burrow. So this might be like one, like roll it out for one more year with like the, with this core of players on offense and see if you can win a Super Bowl. Uh, Lou Anarumo returns as the defensive coordinator, Ken, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Thoughts on the Bengals' win total for this year and their schedule? 
Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, a team I actually don't think is very good, but that I think may just win a lot of games, and they'll be really interesting this year. Uh, so last year, as you mentioned, they win nine. They play like an eight-win team. Joe Burrow doesn't play in a lot of the games, so kind of who cares? Uh, we'll do schedule in a second. What I would draw people's attention to, I would not fall for the narrative that like, well, now that Joe Burrow's back, we're just like back to normal. And in your brain, back to normal is going to be contending for a Super Bowl. You picture the playoff games against the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, that's what it is. Um, sure, like Joe Burrow back, the offense could definitely take a step forward. They were 11th in DVOA on offense last year, which is not bad. Um, maybe, obviously, Burrow is going to be an improvement at quarterback over Jake Browning, even though he was really good. Maybe you, maybe you have a top five offense next year and you keep T. Higgins. Maybe you have a top 10 offense next year. Totally reasonable to expect a step forward. Uh, they were 23rd on defense in DVOA. Uh, their yards per attempt, net yards per attempt on defense, dead last in the league, 32nd. And Joe Burrow doesn't play any of those positions. So that would be my advice to people is like, okay, like, yeah, I, I would also expect the offense to be a little better this year because Joe Burrow is really good. He's better than Jake Browning. Uh, also, why is the defense going to get better? Like, cool, they could make a lot of moves. They could do a bunch of stuff, maybe. Or not, because they don't have a lot of money. And we can see what happens. Like, it, they're just going to magically play better? That's just going to happen? Um, unreasonable to expect a top 10 defense from this team. It can be average, because any team can be average on defense for the most part. But it's it's not going to be great. Like, I, I don't think this is a super team. I don't think this is anything close. And it's like when the team gets off of the rookie quarterback contract and onto the next phase, you kind of see this stuff happen all the time. And the defense was, in some ways, the worst in the league last year. I don't think it's reasonable that it's like, well, Joe Burrow's back. It's all good. Like, does he does he play, like, you know, zone defense for them on third down? Does that happen? Um, it's tough. So from, like, a, is this team going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, I would be a really, really strong no. I will not bet them to win the Super Bowl probably the entire season, and almost certainly, or maybe even win the AFC. Regular season schedule. This is where things get really interesting because I don't think they're that good. Uh, they play the same divisions as Baltimore, obviously. NFC East, AFC West. So, you know, get to see them play some good teams, but that's not like a particularly like brutal double they play in a really tough division that's part of it but like these extra games this is to me where this, this gives them a tremendous advantage over the other three teams in their division baltimore's three extra games are buffalo and houston and tampa who's not particularly good but buffalo and houston cincinnati's extra games are tennessee new england and carolina those are cincinnati's three extra games like okay cool three and oh and who, who else are they playing and what are the other three uh, so just like, this is what I mean. This number is going to be higher than it's kind of supposed to be. Like you see the division prices, the Ravens and the Bengals have almost the same price to win the division. This is part of that. The Bengals get three for free almost against the Ravens. And then they got to make them up somewhere else. The Ravens do. So like, that's where this is going to come from a little bit. If we think the Ravens are like 10 and a half, 11, I think you can put the Bengals at like at least 10 against this schedule. Not that it's really easy. Those three games are easy uh, and feel okay about it. Yeah, we'll talk more about this on the other side, like what Cincinnati's win total should be, if we're wrong, what direction are we wrong in, and what's our initial lean on what to do with that win total for Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. When we're done with the Bengals, we'll turn our attention to the Alex Fasano's Pittsburgh Steelers with, of course, reigning Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner Cam Hayward. That's coming up next, 8 Buckets, here on You Better You Bet. <laughs> 